0: This is the Steelers Week in Review with Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio and Steelers.com.
1: Hello Steelers Nation and welcome to the Steelers Week in Review, your one-stop shop for all the current news and headlines for your Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Wesley Euler, host of the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Let's get you up to speed on all the latest headlines for the black and gold. It was a somber week in Pittsburgh as Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins tragically lost his life Saturday morning, April 9th, in an accident in Florida. Haskins was just 24 years old. Mike Tomlin released a statement shortly after the passing of Haskins, saying, quote, I am devastated and at a loss for words with the unfortunate passing of Dwayne Haskins. He quickly became part of our Steelers family upon his arrival in Pittsburgh and was one of our hardest workers both on the field and in our community. Dwayne was a great teammate, but even more so a tremendous friend to so many. I am truly heartbroken. Our thoughts and prayers are with his wife and his entire family during this difficult time. Dwayne Haskins, not only beloved by so many... Among Steelers Nation and, of course, with the Washington Commanders franchise as well too, he was an icon at Ohio State, having one of the most prolific seasons for a quarterback in school history while leading the Buckeyes to a Big Ten and Rose Bowl championship in the 2018 and 19 season. Ryan Day, the current head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, has a long-standing relationship with Haskins. He was both his QB coach and his offensive coordinator at Ohio State, as well as the head coach at the end of Haskins' time in Columbus. Here's what Ryan Day had to say about Dwayne Haskins' passing.
2: You know, it certainly was a very, very difficult uh, weekend uh, for all of us. And, um, you know, had had a meeting with the team today. Um, We talked about a lot of things. And um, there's a good uh, group of our guys who played with Dwayne, um, and and they're hurting. It was a um, tough weekend for all of us. You know, and uh, certainly our prayers are going out with the family. Uh, the entire family, um, his wife, certainly his parents. Um, you know, Dwayne and Tamara were awesome. His sister, Tamia, I know he and Dwayne were very, very close. He used to talk about her all the time. And, uh, and certainly all his friends and teammates. And, um, you know, it's hard to wrap your mind around something like this, especially when it just happened so tragically to a young person, <clears throat> especially somebody who had such a big heart. Uh, I think when you think about Dwayne, you just think about the compassion that he had. Certainly for all of his teammates and his friends, but just you know, he always took time after practice to be around uh, family members, kids. You know, he was he was like a big brother. RJ, I remember he took RJ to a high school basketball or high school football game, and um, you know they they spent a lot of time together. He meant a lot to my family, he meant a lot to this program, and he's going to be sorely missed. Um, it's so close. Uh, It's a Saturday morning right now. It's still hard to kind of get our feet underneath us and and see clearly right now, but uh, we all are hurting.
1: Haskins teammates and others around the National Football League reacted to the devastating news on social media. Dwayne meant so much to so many people, Cam Hayward stated on Twitter. His smile was infectious, and he was a guy you wanted to be around. We are all in shock about losing him. We are going to miss the heck out of him as well. We lost you way too early. Luckily, I got a chance to get to know you. R-I-P-D-H. Linebacker TJ Watt was also among those who shared his thoughts on Twitter. He said, and I quote, The world lost a great person today. When Dwayne first walked into the locker room, I could tell he was an upbeat guy. He was always making people smile, never taking life for granted. His impact on me will last forever. Former Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker and co-host of the Steelers Blitz on SNR, Arthur Moats, also shared his experience with getting to know Dwayne Haskins.
3: I do feel like that is why we are seeing such a outpour of support of people talking about their feelings about Haskins. Because for those that had the opportunity to be around him, he was a joy to be around. I told you my opportunity was at the celebrity softball game yep. to see him come out there amongst the fans, to come out there amongst the different players, alumni, media people, and be just a joy to be around. Upbeat, positive, smiling, laughing. I mean, you would think that this dude had didn't have a care in the world. And that was one of the awesome moments that for me where I had to interact with him. And I was just like, man, I really respected him for that, because as a professional athlete, that is not easy to do. It is not easy to be in public events when you're dealing with any type of negativity, because a lot of people in media included don't respect the boundaries Mm. or the human elements of professional athletes. But to see him say, you know what? I don't care about any of that. I'm going to be here because I said I was going to. And just being a man of his word, it really just, like I said, opened up my eyes to him. And for there, man, just me and you having the opportunity to watch him work in training camp every day last year. I mean, he could have came in with this mindset that he was above this, that, you know, he felt like he was owed something. But that was never the case. We talked about how we could see his work ethic how every day he would come out there and put his best foot forward regardless of what the results may have been. He always was optimistic. He always and especially like I said when you're listening to him in the media it just always seemed like a glass half full type of guy and like I said it's just very tragic that he would have his life cut short at such an early age.
1: The Haskins family will be holding a celebration of Dwayne's life Friday April 22nd at the Allegheny Center Alliance Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They invite family, friends, teammates, coaches, and those who want to pay their respects to Dwayne's visitation from 10 to 11 a.m. All of Steelers Nation's thoughts and prayers continue to be with the Haskins family. I'm Wesley Euler. This is the Steelers Week in Review on SNR. Exciting news for Steelers assistant head coach John Mitchell, who will be honored this weekend by the University of Alabama during the school's annual spring game. Mitchell was the first black football player to play for Alabama and became the first black captain, All-American, and All-SEC selection for the Crimson Tide, shattering barriers in the process. And in 1973, he became the first black coach in Alabama history when he was hired as the team's defensive end coach working under Bear Bryant. John Mitchell has been part of the Steelers coaching staff since 1994. We're now just two weeks away from the NFL Draft in Las Vegas, and the pre-draft visits continue for the Pittsburgh Steelers. According to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, the Steelers hosted Nevada quarterback Carson Strong and Old Miss QB Matt Corral this past week as they continue to take a closer look at the top-ranked quarterbacks in this draft class. And if you're looking for more information on these top prospects as we get closer to the 2022 NFL Draft, make sure to check out the triple take on Steelers.com. With Matt Williamson, Dale Lally, Mike Pursuta, they provide updates. They break down the top position prospects of the entire draft class. This week, Williamson, Lally, and Pursuta took a look at the top cornerbacks in the 2022 NFL Draft.
0: Dale, let's uh, stick with you. We'll do uh, Rise or second. Usually, we lead off with that, but uh, we'll t- we'll take that uh, second uh, this time around. Who you got? I got Tariq Woolen at Texas San Antonio, and, and uh, this was a guy, again, who caught my eye at the Senior Bowl. Uh, they were putting out a, uh, a spreadsheet every day down there that they'd send out to the media of who were the fastest guys uh, during the, the practices. They had the trackers on them, and he ran like 23 miles an hour. It uh, mm-hmm. was a late, was a late uh, addition to the Senior Bowl, and I'm like, okay, I got to start watching this guy. So I watched him the next couple of practices. And I'm like, wow, is he big? I didn't know how big six, four, two Oh five. And he ran a four two six forty at the, at the NFL scouting combine. He had a 42 inch vertical. You want to talk freaky athletes? This guy might be the freakiest athlete in this entire draft. Um, now he's going to be raw. Um, you know, UTSA is not a big time program, but man, you could take this guy in the, in the, you know, in that day two and, and mold him a little bit. And you're going to have something there because six, four, two Oh five to be that fast. Shouldn't be humanly possible
1: for all the position breakdowns from the triple take team heading into the NFL draft, go to Steelers.com or make sure you're subscribing to the Steelers YouTube channel. I'm SNR host, Wesley Euler. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Steelers Week in review. Take care. And I'll talk to you next week.